Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations, the overlap of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples, and we pay respects to Elders, past and present, Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and First Nations people everywhere and acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I'm Sally Goldner. I use the pronouns she and her and I'm your host for the afternoon uh, or for the afternoon, for an hour of this afternoon. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Lots of ways to get in touch with Out of the Pan because we've got lots of things to discuss today, lots of news to catch up on. And you can um, email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751 215. You can look for me on Twitter, Mastodon and Instagram at, at Sal Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, my page, Sally Goldner AM, and soon there will be a post on Out of the Pan. There already is a post on Out of the Pan, 855am Melbourne. Remember, any opinions I express on the show are my own. You can write to the show the old-fashioned way, P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Just can't get to those messages quite during the show. Um... Could be con- need for general um, notice for general content note today, given some of the topics that are being discussed. So, Switchboard is part of Q Life around Australia. Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, and Rainbow Door one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. Opened up today with a bit of a I like that a bit of a sort of rebelly type of song, a kick ass no. No nonsense, kick-ass woman song from Caitlin Thomas and Pretty Little Thing. Gotta like that. Um, I might be tall, I might be big, um, but who cares about size? So does size matter? No, let's not go down that rabbit hole. It's um, noon. If we're after nine o'clock, maybe we could. Not my area of expertise, anyway. Um, so, what have we got on the show today? Lots of news to talk about, and uh, one that um, came my way just um, only in the last few hours this um, hit my notice, although it was um, published in the Guardian Worldwide on around Thursday afternoon, Australian Eastern Time, is an article comparing attitudes to transgender people across 30 countries. And I just thought, now this is of interest because, um, um, you know, why, I don't really, in one sense, it shouldn't, we shouldn't have to do rankings, but it can be you know, something we can learn. Why are some countries progressing further than others? Maybe there's things we could learn. I'd have to do some homework on this. Um, so access to affir- gender-affirming and careful teenagers, um, the country that um, in terms of strongly or somewhat agree ranked the highest is Thailand, where it looks like around 71 or 2%, according to this graph in this article, which I will link into the podcast, Um are pretty approving, um, and then at around the 60% mark is South Korea, 
And Australia comes in on this list. I'm just trying to do the reverse count. I think 7, 8, 9, 10. We're about 21st on this list of um, 30 countries. And we are just under the 60% mark. Um, there's around, oh, it's looking like about 15% who are sort of not sure neutral. And then there are around 22% in the agree, somewhat disagree. Um, the worst three countries, and this is, of, I think, of note, Great Britain, the US and Hungary are 28, 29 and 30 respectively, which is really, really interesting. I mean, we're well aware, sadly, of what this program would perceive to be negative attitudes towards trans people on so many issues in Britain um, and the US. Um, but the fact that they're down there with Hungary, I think, is... Um, you know, Hungary being a declared, you know, well, in my opinion, obviously a far right-wing dictatorship, not very democratic of Britain and the US, the two leading Anglo-Saxon democracies, uh, maybe not. But then you look at some of the, the country that's fourth bottom on this particular question is Sweden, um, although not hugely bad. It's about 58% approve. Um, but um, I think the fact that most of these that um, I'm looking at this, you've only got um, Hungary, who's below 50% agree or strongly agree. But the message overall, regardless of the rankings we can take out of this, is that perhaps for all that I know that, and I'm trans, remember too, the bulldust that we hear, um, that's as polite as I can say it about um, 10 minutes past midday on a Sunday, um, you fill in your own word at home for that eight-letter word, dear listeners of all genders, um, maybe it's just not biting but the thing is, of course, we have to you know, keep pushing our message across. And if I've had a criticism, not so much of the trans community, but some of our so-called cisgender allies is that they've run away. Oh, don't give these people publicity. We don't have to give them publicity. You just It's media 101. You talk about what we want to talk about. So, yeah, this survey um, was um, conducted in February and March this year. Um, I'm just trying to see exactly who... Um, put this survey together, um, and um, I have to get more more information on it. But there's lots of good questions in here. Should people have access to facilities matching their gender identity? Um, Thailand again, the highest with around seventy eight percent. Australia still around twentieth, but with a ranking of around fifty eight percent. Um, and once again, Poland, Great Britain and the US down the bottom, um, or oh, in Hungary. So it says something here. Um, it's kind of interesting. Italy is second highest on this question. Other countries that do well, the Netherlands and Chile. So it'd be interesting to see what it is about those countries whereby to wit, they have, um, you know, sort of got such high rankings. Um, so I'd welcome your thoughts on this, um, listeners of all genders. Um, why is it that some countries are ranking higher than the other? But um, they've also asked the question, um, in your opinion, how much discrimination do trans people face in our society today? A great deal or fair amount. And Portugal comes in that says that people perceive that as the highest with about 83% or so, saying that there's a lot. Um, and all the countries see it as very high, but Interestingly, Germany, Japan and Switzerland don't. Now, that's interesting. I'm not sure if maybe it's better or maybe they're not aware of the issues. One doesn't know. We don't have that level of analysis here. 
but a pretty useful article. So welcome your thoughts. Why do you think um, you know these things are like they are? But um, my question also is um, what do we do? Because we want to get to a point where it's, you know, in my opinion, where 100% of people um, support gender-affirming care and our access to the spaces that we, we know we need, despite all what I believe is the um, waffly stuff that is out there. So I would welcome your thoughts um, on that. In the meantime, um, as the issues heat up, so to speak, let's have a track from Midnight Oil. And this is from one of my favourite. Um, it was originally on the very first Midnight Oil album way back in 1978. Um, the, the eponymous album. There's your word for the day. Eponymous, meaning self-titled, apparently. And um, this one, though, is the live version on the uh, Screaming Blue album from 1992. And it's all blowing up. It's the Powderworks. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. No race and no 
know that each donation over two dollars you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au/donate. CR, stay tuned, stay radical. Get to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival, screening the very best documentaries from South by Southwest, Sundance, Tribeca, as well as the best local Melbourne and Australian documentaries. Online from the 1st to the 31st of July and at Cinema Nova from the 21st to the 30th of July. For more information, head to mdff.org.au and cinemanova.com.au. The Melbourne Documentary Film Festival is a 3CR supporter. Three CR, eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. I'll do that again. First broadcasting, nothing like a good broadcast. Got it right. Two to two out of three ain't bad. Rest in peace, meatloaf. Um, so um, we just heard from Midnight Oil, classic rock. Oh yeah. And um, Powderworks, um, the live version, which was recorded in 1982 at a concert at the Capitol Theatre in Sydney and ended up on the live album in 1992. Very, very awesome stuff. And I'm spewing. I didn't get to see them when they reformed last year, probably their last ever tour. Um, yeah, get, um, I suppose can be a bit exhausting. Exhaustamont. Exhaust, exhaustamont um, is my best French. So... Um, 
to things happening all around the world on um, trans. And one thing that happens this month is Pride Month, which you know has varied thoughts around the world. Some people say it's a bit corporate. Some say it's Northern Hemisphere. The you know however we'll take the non-binary approach. The glass can be half full or half empty as you choose. And um, my my thoughts. I mean, if it gets people thinking, reflecting, talking on what we need, that's a good thing. But I think, you know, the thing that came out of that um, sort of 30-nation 30, 30, um, 30 survey on trans is by and large you've got a large majority of people everywhere who want to do the right thing and, um, you know, sort of, you know, in to use the old Australian slang, want a fair go for people. Fair go, mate, and all that sort of thing. So the question is, why are things stalling? Um, and um, it's a question that comes up a lot. Why can't the Albanese government say, we support trans Australians as part of um, all, Austra- all of Australia, particularly when, um, even though he's facing massive pressure, Joe Biden has emerged during Pride Month with some reasonably solid statements and some measures, um, including some funding to counter some of the issues such as queer youth homelessness in the USA. And one would like to think that, and I mean, according to these surveys, we're sort of somewhere above um, the US in a lot of these um, questions. Um, You know, we'd like to think that, um, you know, we're a more fair-minded country. So what's going on? Why is it there's this disconnect between the Australian federal government and most of what the community seems to be thinking on trans? Why They'll sort of vaguely condemn Nazism, but they're not supporting trans people, and that leaves trans people abandoned. Now, one of our, I'll say, recurring um, listeners to this show, I'm not sure if you're out there today, John often comes in and says that um, it's the government is scared of losing the ethnic vote. Now, look, there could be some truth in that. I'd like to see if there what the research is going going on there. If anyone knows of any research in terms of multicultural Australians and how they vote on and what their thoughts are on LGBTIQA plus issues compared to the whole country, you know, we won't say compared to Anglo or anything else like that. That's not that's not right. It's not right, is it? Now that was Andrew Peacock. May he rest in peace as well. Why are all my heroes dying? Anyway, um, seriously, um, you know, what, what's the, what, what is it? Is it that the powerful people in the system, the elements of media and others, are, are getting to the government as well and they're not hearing from trans voices? I'm wondering when the last time someone from federal cabinet actually met um, with directly with a trans person. Now, I know there's been great work done by the Victorian Pride Lobby, declaring my that I'm a life member of the Victorian Pride Lobby, um, particularly by Austin, who's been getting um, trans people to meet with state, federal, sorry, ALP, um, federal ALP members who are in Victoria. So that is anyone, any Victorian um, ALP senators and Victorian ALP people in the House of Reps. That's just as distinct, of course, from state Victorian Labor MPs who, and let's be reasonable, certainly it's fair to say Labor has a pretty good record at the state level on trans issues. Um, Still, of course, things to be done, but um, let's keep ticking them off the list. Um, Not sure about what's going on 
so much in other states or territories, and it's not for me as a Victorian to speak for that. Um, you know, I'd love to hear from trans people beyond the Murray and beyond border town, so to speak, um, as to what's going on. Um, what you know, is there you know sort of a fear of trans issues? But why is there this communication divide, and why can't trans people, it seems, get to meet with, we'll say, high-ranking ministers? When was the last time a trans person met with Attorney General Mark Dreyfus or Health Minister Mark Butler? Um, it was just about a year ago, that, um, just after the Federal Election Assistant Health Minister Jed Kearney was on this show saying we're looking at trans health care, but they're saying now that they're only consulting with health professionals and not trans people. Well, we know all the little wrinkles, as Daffy Duck would have said, as to what needs to happen. So it's a little disconcerting, in my opinion, that there is this you know, lack of inclusion in democracy for trans people in particular. And, you know, one of the, the pickups on this is that the few times Prime Minister Albanese comments on LGBTIQA plus issues, he says it doesn't matter who you love. Well, that covers, you know, it's probably aimed at lesbian and gay. It might, by, def- by without him realising, include bi and ace, but I doubt he knows what the bi and ace specific issues are. And, of course, intersex issues as well. And I want to come to intersex in the second half of the program because we do have some good news there this week. Um, hoorays. Um, so, um, you know, what do we do to fix this? Um, do we just keep bombarding Albanese? Do we, you know, badger him everywhere he goes in public? When are you going to talk to trans people? Well, I'm brainstorming here, but maybe we've got to do that. Um, just keep having trans people and trans flags in front of him. Put the questions to him ourselves. If media aren't going to do it, why aren't media pushing him on this? The only um, media that seem to... Um, question and um, probe this directly for from my memory is the um, group of schwartz papers which includes the monthly and the saturday paper now i don't necessarily say they're good or bad but they did raise this and try to get the issue rolling but it just seems that no one wants to know so um in my opinion houston there is a problem the question is how do we fix it and there's good things happening good things afoot we have seen the rainbow angels emerge and there seems to be a broad range of people um, wanting to take action against the far-right nonsense. But it would just take a little bit of assertive oomph from people in positions of influence to con- not only condemn Nazism and fascism, but support trans people, and I think we could nail it. So um, why are we having to do all the emotional labour all the time in the trans and, we'll say, truly allied communities? Um, so plenty to think about. All right, uh, let's have some more musica, and here's one that I pulled out, um, you know, I could say tongue-in-cheek, I might dedicate it to some extreme right people. Um, it's a song from the Eagles um, solo, um, Eagles full album of 2007, last um, long road out of Eden. The track's called Frail Grasp of the Big Picture. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Well, ain't it a shame that I short little memory 
never seem to learn the lessons of history. We keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. And then we wonder why we're in the shape we're in. Good old boys down at the bar, peanuts and politics. They think they know it all. They don't know much of nothing. Even if one of them was to read a newspaper cover to cover, that ain't what's going on. Journalism dead and gone. Conversations that go on until the dawn. How many times can you tell your story? How many hangovers can you endure just to get some snogging done? You're living in a hormone. Cap off the freaking toothpaste. Whose turn to take the garbage out?
3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one, Australian Eastern Standard Time every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. I'm Sally Goldner. I host a show covering pansexual issues, pan meaning before a word meaning all, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And, um, um, well, certainly um, including all variations of sex characteristics with a good news story. Hooray. Most of all, hooray, though, for people with variation of sex characteristics because during the week on... um, Thursday the 8th of June, um, the Australian Capital Territory Parliament passed um, some world-first legislation to protect intersex rights. And um, I just I just got to say, first and foremost, massive congratulations to all the um, people, variation of sex characteristics, who fought so long and hard for this landmark. It's um, someone who's been through the... Um, legislative ringer at times for trans type of stuff in particular. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's your life. It's a lot of emotional labour. But I hope, I can only hope that the joy that you must have felt as that bill passed through Parliament, um, the ACT um, Legislative Assembly during the week, um, perhaps eased some of the pain um it's this an abc article on this that is australian broadcasting commission article says act chief minister andrew bark became teary when he introduced the bill a few months ago and on thursday as the bill internationally significant reform passed which it is he also choked back tears so um absolutely amazing um and well done to so many people um i've got to give a I know lots of people have worked out, but worked on this so hard. But um, to longtime friend Tony Briffer, um, 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 councillor for the city of Hobsons Bay, and my dear friend and dare I say also wrestling fan Cody Smith, I'm um, in the ACT. Um, this is just I just uh, I just wish you every joy at this moment, and more importantly, the joy for future generations of infants born with variation of sex characteristics who will go through, one would hope, far less pain, maybe none at all for being who they are, um, because the surgeries will not be as automatic. And it's just been absolutely amazing um, to you know, have this um, go through. I'm trying to find, and I know it is somewhere in my records, the um, press release, media release from Intersex Human Rights Australia that was put out on the day. And I will um, locate that as we talk, um, which is just um, amazing. He finally found it, um, live radio, listeners of all genders. Um, and um, so many people quoted in here, Morgan Carpenter, who's Executive Director of Intersex Human Rights Australia, um, formerly Organisation Intersex International Australia, got to say it, oi. Um, but seriously, Morgan says... A wonderful and transformative moment, um, and it promises to ensure that we maximally respect diverse values of people with intersex variations to minimise early interventions. Maybe interventions could have been in inverted commas there. Um, and the thing that Morgan says, and, and rightly so, as Bill Laurie would say, not that Bill Laurie's intersex to my knowledge, um, this is a model for other jurisdictions, and we call on other states and territories to adopt similar reforms. 
Well, certainly um, there's no reason why Victoria can't get on with this, given the parliamentary situation here. Tasmania is, um, you know, I think would be also supportive. There's lots of work done there. But when you consider that Labor has a huge majority in Western Australia and there's a new Premier over there who I'm beginning to think might be a little more um, willing to look at LGBTIQA plus issues, you know, there's a queue of states that can get this done um, and territories. And no reason really why none of them can't, because it's not really a political issue as such. Um, Bonnie Hart, um, fabulous um, person as well, who's a mental health worker and deputy executive director of IHRA. Um, It says it's a cause for celebration, um, a framework where parents of children with intersex variations in the ACT can trust that the healthcare decisions they make on behalf of their child are guided by the best available evidence supported by an independent panel of experts and psychosocial and peer support. Yay, listen to people with lived expertise. What a good idea. But this is going to do it. Um, Gabriel Philpy, a Canberra resident, biological anthropologist, um, health, um, IRA Health Projects Officer, and a member of the ACT Rainbow Administerial Advisory Council, and... Um, you know, also supportive, and the bill started conversations in families, workplaces, and the community about treatment of people with variation in sex characteristics. Cody Smith, um, again, just um, I think that's a big gold belt there, Cody. If I can just be a little in self-indulgent in saying that to you, a lot to celebrate today. Um, there will never be another time where a jurisdiction is the first in Australia to pass laws that protect intersex children. Yet, what a moment! I'm with you on that, Cody brings me immense joy and peace to know that it happened in my hometown, this is Cody speaking, the moment where positive change has been demonstrated and our challenge to other states and territories clear, this can be done, when will you step up to protect children against harm and trauma? Um, And, um, you know, um, Cody says we celebrate today and there's more to be done tomorrow. And then this one, um, what I want is this next generation of intersex kids to know you are irreplaceable, you are perfect as you are, you deserve celebration, we have fought for you because we love you. This is better than what has come before. And um, also Mimi Hall, who's project intersex project coordinator at Agenda, Agenda um, and, and talks about mixed feelings. And that's perfectly understandable. You know, when you, know, you get change, you think, well, if it had happened earlier, other people wouldn't have had to go through so much pain. But... It is really important that we stop and celebrate this. And as someone who is endosex, I can only just wish, have a, a total compersion in wishing people of variation of sex characteristics every joy at this. Hope that not only Australian states and territories and Australian federal government act where they can, but maybe other countries can take this legislation, adapt to their legislative models and go a bit further as well. So it's a big win. And... I think with from the context within LGBTIQI+, you know, sometimes, as, um, quite frequently at times as a bi and trans person, I felt left behind, ignored, not heard, not seen. Hope very much that this gives intersex people, and when you, um, when you get a bi or trans specific moment, it um, changes that. Well, I hope this does parallel for people of intersex experience and just, you know, take, as Chris Jericho would have said, drink it in. Um, you know, absolutely so much, um, deserve every moment of it. And, um, um, sometimes you've got to keep going, which I think I'll pause there and lead into our next track, um, which, um, well, um, you know, 
it just fits perfectly in so many ways. Here's Caitlin Harnett and the Pony Boys, and this is from their first album, Late Night Essentials. New singles are now out from their second album, and I'll come back and tell you about a gig of theirs, which is on next Friday um, here in Inner Melbourne slash Nam. Anyway, this is Caitlin Harnett and the Pony Boys. Don't give up on me. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, and the salad.
to the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival, screening the very best documentaries from South by Southwest, Sundance, Tribeca, as well as the best local Melbourne and Australian documentaries. Online from the 1st to the 31st of July and at Cinema Nova from the 21st to the 30th of July. For more information, head to mdff.org.au and cinemanova.com.au. The Melbourne Documentary Film Festival is a 3CR supporter. Spend your Saturday evenings with 3CR. 8pm, Shake, Rattle and Roll, presented by the Rock and Roll Appreciation Society. 9.30pm, Blues with a Feeling, Country and Urban Blues. 11pm, Hillbilly Fever, the place to tune into for the best Hillbilly music in town. That's Saturday evenings on 3CR, 8.55am or via web streaming on 3cr.org.au. Absolutely, tune into 3CR anytime. And of course, next weekend um, we've got um, uh, Radiothon and lots of shows all across the weekend will be asking for your support, including Out of the Pan. Um, you heard a blurb on um, the fact that um, you can, any donation to 3CR of $2 or more is tax deductible. Hello, Jim Chalmers. Nice of you to be tuning in with us today. Um, thank you so much for allowing the tax deduction. See, it's nice. As a friend of mine says, it's nice to be nice. Um, and so, yes, please support us in all seriousnessnessness um, because we need your support um, because you get to hear um, different range of opinions than what you might usually hear on commercial radio. You get to hear great music like Caitlin Harnett and the Pony Boys and um, Don't You Give Up On Me. No, you've got to keep persisting like um, people with um, intersex experience did. And you can see Caitlin Harnett at the Curtain here in um, inner Melbourne next Friday, the 16th of June. That's going to be, I wish I, I can't get to it. And I'm a spewing, as they used to say. Um, uh, even Cowgirls Cry single tour, but hopefully they'll be, they'll be back. But what a lineup! Um, Queenie, fabulous kick-ass um, local musician who's going places, in my opinion, got to play sort of on the uh, at the APRA Awards as um, people were arriving, as, as I heard it. That's got to be pretty big. Um, and Tamara and the Dreams as well. So that's a a a triple threat, as they would say in wrestling terms. Um, if you're in Bacchus Marsh next Saturday, make sure you go and see Mayhem Pro Sin. That could be a triple threat of a different sort. Seriously, um, lots coming up. Um, there's just so much going on. It's, I feel like Melbourne and Surrounds Regional are back to our best um, musically, entertainment-wise. It just seems like it's all happening. And I mean, a gig like that is just only one indicator. And at a great venue like the Curtain in Melbourne, that's so cool to see. Um, what else is things what are coming up? There are a couple of other, other things that were happening that I needed to mention, and they've kind of gone in and out um, parts of my brain, which is a bit scary. Um, lots of things that are going on, um, and coming up this week, um, uh, I don't think that was last, Seahorse was last night, but you've got the Polyvic Discussion Group on um, this Tuesday, should be a happening thing, and um, Bent TV, of course, Friday night, including Lance TV, which is always sensational. Um 
Um, if, and you can, of course, you can watch that later. So you can go and see Caitlin Harnett, Queenie, and Tamara and the and the Dreams, and then um, come home and watch it on delay. Um, support queer media. Um, but we do need you to support Radiothon because um, so many great shows. Freedom of Species coming up next. They'll be talking all things animal advocacy as they do so well. But I'm just, you know, I'm sitting here, um, you know, sort of just having a look, let's say, at the 3CR website. And we're going to do this at random. Um, random. It's a little coffee shop down the road from 3CR. No, we're doing it in the 3CR studios. Um, let's go to the program list and we'll go N because we can. Night Owls on Rhythm, presenting Australian bands playing blues and roots music, R&B, rockabilly, western swing, rock and roll, Cajun um, music for any occasion, Zydeco, country, country rock, Tex-Mex, the whole caboodle. Um, so, that, you know, there's there's a show that perhaps might not get a, a lot of Guernsey on country um, music stations in the city. Let's go to D. Um what have we got? Um, we've got Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth campaigners and active activists dig it down into the dirt on important environmental and social justice issues. Whereas, of course, at the moment we're seeing so many environmental protesters being facing censorship and that they can't protest. And big mining companies um, seem to get away with all sorts of shenanigans. Um, jailbreak, Friday, 10.30 to 11.00. Music, stories and poetry from the inside gives a voice to prison inmates, families, friends, information on criminal prison and health issues, as well as connecting prisoners to the community through their poetry, music and health messages. Um, there's just so much great radio on 3CR, so we need your support. Um, you could hop on to um, 3CR's website, 3cr.org.au, and um, at the top where it says support, you can press donate, um, you can donate online and you can specify the show you wish to support now. Out of the Pan has a Radiothon target of $1,500 this year so we need to get quacking, make like a duck and get quacking. If you've got that couple of bucks that you've just found down the back of the couch, please send it our way. Um, doesn't matter how big, how small, $2 or more, tax deductible again, thank you Treasurer Chalmers uh, we love you and all that sort of thing um, because we really need to keep 3CR going and at full strength and um, all the great shows there. We just sampled some of a few. Let's. I'm going to sample. I'm in a sampley mood. Let's sample another one. Um, this time we'll go to G. And we have Greek Resistance Bulletin. Movements from the social movements of Greece um, in English and Greek, the anti-fascist and anti-racist front and news of actions and political initiatives. So I mean, there's 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 another great program. Uh, we'll do, I'm on a roll here. Let's keep it going. Um, Earth Matters, which is an hour before Out of the Pan on Sundays, prior to Out of the Blue, the Out of the Blue at 11:30, the crew diving deep for marine news as they do every Sunday morning from 11:30 till noon, and 11 to 11:30 is Earth Matters, global and local environmental issues from grassroots activist perspectives, and that's also on the community radio network. So there's just a mountain of diverse programming here on 3CR as part of community radio. One of the things that makes Melbourne, I think, a good city at the grassroots is community radio. And there's lots of great stations. I give full credit to all the great community stations. But right now, 3CR needs your support. Um, so please um, consider supporting us as we um, hit the um, peak of Radiothon season in this coming week. Uh, finally got it right. All right thing that I've got to do though now is make way for freedom of species. Time for me to um, shift aside from the pilot's chair 
and make way for the crew. They'll all be in next week, the full um, range of humans um, presenting their Radiothon show. Um, the rest of the lineup on Sunday afternoon, or a few more shows, um, Freedom Species 1 till 2, Rotations, who will be rotating in from 2 till 3, it's a mystery. Um, make sure you tune in and find out. And 3 till 4, Queering the Air, um, with lots of great more queer news as part of 3CR's commitment to queer broadcasting as well. So, take it out today um, with a bit of an Australian song. It's a beautiful weekend here in Melbourne slash Nam. And this one just seemed appropriate. Um, um, Gangajang, sounds of then. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
is our strength.